If you'll go to Ephesians chapter 1, we're going to study again on the subject of who we are in Christ, what we have in Christ, and what we can do in and through Christ. Praise God. So today we're focusing a little bit more on what we have in Christ. And in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, In whom we have redemption. So notice here, it says, in whom we have. So when you're in Christ, when you're uh, a new creation in Christ, when you're born again, when you receive eternal life, you have something on the inside of you. You have, one thing you have is eternal life. Somebody say, I have eternal life. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. So it's not something you're going to get when you go to heaven, but it's something that you have right now. And because you have eternal life, when Jesus returns for his bride, his church, then you go up and are caught up together with him to meet him in the air. If you're still alive, if you have already died physically, you are already in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. But right now, if Jesus were to come today, we would be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Because why? We have eternal life. And we go to be with our Lord and with our Father. Amen? All right, so you have eternal life. You're born again. You uh, have received God's divine nature, according to First Peter. Uh, then, of course, you have uh, this what the scripture says right here, in whom or in Christ we have what? Deliverance or redemption. In whom we have redemption. Redemption means to deliver by the payment of a price. So then in Christ you have redemption. It's not something you're going to get when you go to heaven. It's something you have now. Of course, there is a redemptive thing that happens in your body. You get a new body. Right? And your soul, your mind is, uh, praise God, totally liberated. No more, no more of the devil. <laughs> no more of his attacks against your life. I'm going to ready to go to heaven. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, he's coming soon. I said he's coming soon. Praise the Lord. So just be ready. All right, now. In this scripture, he says, in whom we have redemption. Well, when you are a new creation in Christ, according to 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5, verse 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is, what? A new creature or a new creation. Old things are passed away and what? All things have become new. Actually, King James Version says, behold, all things have become new. Now, the emphasis really in that verse is that you are to behold the new. There's a scripture in Isaiah says, behold, I do a new thing. A new thing. Praise God. He said, remember not the former things. Remember not the former things. Behold, I do a new thing. So then... As a new creation, you are to remember not the former things. You don't remember the things of old. You know, God doesn't remember your sin. 
How many are glad about that? There's many scriptures. Thank God. He does not remember your sin. And, and, and so God doesn't remember your sin against you. He's not holding your sin against you. No. He has canceled your sin debt in the person of Christ. Thank God. Your sin debt is canceled. So then you are a new creation in Christ. And you're to behold this new creation. Behold that you are a new person, a new self, or a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, I, all things have become new. And the next verse, verse 18 says, and all things are of God. So in your spirit, you are a new creation. You're a new creation. That's, that's who you are. That's not who you're going to be. That's who you are. Right? All right, so then in this verse... He says, in whom we have redemption. So it's not something you are going to have. It's something you do have. Now, of course, there's the redemption of the body. And I just gave you a little bit of uh, information about that. Very little. But, but redemption will extend itself to the body. And eternal life, W.E. Vine says, one day, eternal life will extend itself to the sphere of the body. In other words, one day the life that's in your spirit is going to extend itself to your body and your body will be made new. Of course, anytime we say one thing, there's another thing I could say. Praise the Lord. But right now, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you and he does what? Quickens, the word quickens means he gives life to your mortal body. So the Holy Spirit within you quickens your mortal body or gives it life now, but it's going to be a total redemption of your body, and you're going to get full redemption. Praise God. You have the seal of the Holy Spirit that guarantees, praise God, you're going to get the rest of it. Amen. The promise of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you've received the Holy Spirit is your guarantee. Thank God that you're going to get the redemption of your body as well. So we are redeemed spiritually. We have this redemption. We have this deliverance in Christ. And it says, of course, again, the word redemption means to deliver by the payment of a price. So you in Christ have deliverance by the payment of a price. And he tells you what that price was in whom we have redemption through his blood. And then he says, the forgiveness of sins. So he says, the forgiveness of sins, other uh, translations would say, remission of sins, the forgiveness of sin or the remission of sin. And remission is a stronger word. It's a New Testament word. Remission of sins. Your sins have been remitted, and that means that your sins have been canceled. Cancellation of penalty. So you don't have to pay the penalty. The price has been paid. Somebody say the price has been paid. Jesus paid the price. When he shed his blood, the price was paid. The price has been paid and Jesus has presented his blood in heaven in the holy of holies. And that's why you have access into the presence of God. In Hebrews it says that you have access into the holy of holies by the blood of Jesus. Why? That blood is speaking in heaven. 
And his blood speaks better things than that of Abel. It speaks from heaven. The blood is speaking, and it speaks of your redemption. It speaks of your deliverance. It speaks of your wholeness. It speaks of your healing. It speaks of your salvation. It speaks, hallelujah, of your freedom in Christ. It speaks, it's speaking today, and it speaks, and it speaks to you, but now you need to speak about the blood. Praise God. In other words, you need to add your voice to God's voice. The voice of Christ, the voice of the blood. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercession for us. He has shed his blood. He's given his life, but he not only died and gave his life, he is risen from the dead, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's there making intercession for us based upon based upon his blood, based upon redemption that has already been paid, Jesus is interceding on our behalf. Thank God. And when you intercede, you're just connecting with Jesus. You're just connecting with the prayer ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is praying for his body. He's praying and he needs others to connect and link with him and speak on the body's behalf. Speak on the body of Christ behalf. Speak on the church's behalf. Speak. Everybody in the church should pray for the church body and speak on the pastor's behalf and speak on one another's behalf. Speak about the blood based on the blood. Jesus has redeemed us. We have redemption, deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through his blood. And so the blood is speaking, now we need to add our voice and speak about the blood and speak about the blood's result, forgiveness, remission of sin. Your sins have been remitted. Your sins have been blotted out. Your sins are removed. They don't exist in the mind of God. Glory to God. They may exist in your mind, but they don't exist in God's mind. Praise the Lord. We may have some work to do. We're all uh, resisting, right? Resisting the devil and lies of the devil. We resist him because he's a liar and a thief. But Jesus is speaking to your spirit, not to your head. Hallelujah. Your spirit, hallelujah, can hear the voice of Jesus. And the voice of Jesus is that your sins have been remitted. And he's speaking to the Father on your behalf. And he's speaking to you on your behalf. And speaking to you on other people's behalf. So don't become the judge of the body of Christ. Be the person that has mercy like God's blood. God's God's voice is about mercy. God's voice is about mercy. And the blood of Jesus speaks of mercy. How many are glad for mercy from God? The mercy of God is speaking on your behalf. And the blood of Jesus is speaking for mercy for anyone. Hallelujah. We don't want people to feel condemned and judged. We want them to know they're loved. Hallelujah. And that's what God does. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, you missed a good place to say amen. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Little responses appreciated. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, now we're going to read this, the rest of the verse. Forgiveness of sin, remission of sins, cancellation of penalty, removal of guilt. So remission means removal of guilt as well as cancellation of penalty. Then it says, according to the riches of his grace. So the riches of his grace has been made available as a result of the shed blood of Christ. Now the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, is greater than your sin. The blood of Jesus is greater and the grace of God is greater than your sin. Your sin can be blotted out and removed by the blood of Jesus and the grace of God. You're calling on God's mercy and God's grace when you call unto God. You're not calling based on your works and say, Lord, I did this and this and this. You're calling on God saying, Jesus did this. Jesus gave his life. Hallelujah. Of course, obedience is good and necessary as a Christian. It is a part of our life. But you're not doing this based on works. You're doing this. You're talking to God based on the grace of God. Because Paul said, I labored more than abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was in me. So it's not by your good works, it's your service to the Lord is by the grace of God. He gives you grace to serve. He gives you grace to work the works of Jesus, to do the will of God. Gives you grace to do whatever part you have in the body of Christ. So the glory goes to him because it's all by his grace. Can somebody say glory? Goodspeed says it is through union with him that, and through his blood that we have been delivered and our offenses forgiven. It is through union with him. So in Christ, as we have taught before, means union. You're in union with Christ. Jesus is the vine, you're the branch. Right? Or you are the branches. You're just one branch of many. But all the branches are connected to the vine. And they're connected to one another. Praise the Lord. So we need to appreciate one another and certainly appreciate the vine. Hallelujah. Love one another as I've loved you. Praise God. So, Weymouth's translation says, It is in him and through the shedding of his blood... That we have our deliverance. Again, the emphasis is you have. It's something you have, not what you're trying to get. Now, you may not feel it. You may not look like you have it in the natural. And your mind may tell you you don't have it. Because of your challenges or whatever you're dealing with in your life. And of course, the devil will surely... Put the pressure on to see if you'll give in to his lies and deceptions. And he'll tell you, you don't have deliverance. You say, oh, no. Jesus said, I do. God says, I do. Hallelujah. 
So then I'm going to agree with God instead of you. I'm going to agree with God instead of my flesh. I'm going to agree with God instead of what I feel. I'm going to agree with God instead of what uh, my circumstances are telling me right now. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. I've been translated. Another verse that tells you clearly who hath delivered us. Colossians 1.13. Who hath delivered us. Who what hath delivered us? Who what hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of God's dear son? So you are delivered from the power of darkness and you are translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. And in him you have redemption. Now the scripture in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Very similar scripture in Colossians to Ephesians. All right, so then, you have deliverance. Somebody say, I've been delivered. Look at your neighbor and say, you've been delivered. So what you're doing is simply adding your faith or your voice to God's word that has not just promised it, he has made it so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said he's not just promised it, he's fulfilled it in you. Praise God. He has made it so in Christ, now in Christ he's made it so in you. When you get in Christ, so you have deliverance right now, you're not just going to get it, praise God. you got something to work with, hallelujah. You're pulling from something that is in your spirit, pulling from something that Christ has made unto you. Jesus Christ has made unto you wisdom, righteousness. Sanctification and redemption. So he's made unto you redemption. You're connected to Jesus and Jesus is made unto you redemption. In other words, the Redeemer and you got connected. Hallelujah. We know our Redeemer lives. There's a connection. How do we know our Redeemer lives? Our Redeemer lives in us. Hallelujah. We know he lives in heaven, but he also lives in us. He lives at the right hand of the Father, he ever lives. He said, I'm alive. I was dead, but I'm alive forevermore. Praise God. So he was alive and then he died, but now he's alive forevermore. Praise God. So Jesus is alive at the right hand of the Father. He is alive. Praise God. So you need to say, I'm alive together with Christ. I've been made alive with him. I've been joined to him. I've been made one with him. And I have his life on the inside of me. I have the same kind of life on the inside of me that God has on the inside of him. I'm joined to the Lord. I'm one with him. I'm so one with him that his life flows into me. I'm so one with him that his healing flows into me. I'm so one with him that his deliverance flows into me. I'm so one with him that his joy flows into me. I'm so one with him that his strength flows into me. I'm so one with him that I have life from him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why it says, I can do all things through Christ. Why? Because it's through him. It's not on our own strength. I'm strong in the what? In the Lord. In the Lord. Hallelujah. So he says, behold. Behold, look and see. Behold, this is true about you and me. 
One scripture says, which thing is true in him and in us? Which thing is true in him and in us? Hallelujah. He didn't do this for himself. He was doing okay without it. Amen. You're not, Jesus didn't do this for him. God didn't do this for, uh, you know, for Jesus. God did this for us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, you don't have to go far for the next verse. It's verse 6. Verse 6. Are you there? Don't turn your page. Verse 6 says, To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. To the praise of the glory of of his grace. Now the verse after it says, according to the riches of his grace. To the praise of the glory of his grace. So you're praising God, you're praising Jesus, but you're praising to the glory of his grace. Hallelujah. What makes you praise the Lord? What stirs you up to praise God? What stirs in your heart? It's God's grace. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I was in darkness, but now the light has shined. I was dead, but now I'm alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was sick, but healing belongs to me. Glory to God. I was bound, but now I'm free. Jesus has come to liberate, to heal, to deliver. He even came on this earth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. How? With the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing what? Good. God is in the good business. Hallelujah. He's in the business of doing good. And he said he went about doing good and what? Healing. Went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness is an oppression of the devil. It is not from heaven. It is not something that God has done. It's something that's in this world because of sin and death. It's because of this world. It's the, it, it goes. It's, a, it's the foul offspring of its father, Satan, his mother, sin. Jesus is a healer. God is a healer. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement to give us peace was on him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. We are healed. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham would come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, our Lord, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So healing is the will of God. 
Hallelujah. He said, pray this way. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. It's the will of God for you to be healed. It's the will of God for you to be strong. It's the will of God for you to be healed and whole. It's the will of God for you to be strong in your soul. It's the will of God to be strong in your mind. It's the will of God for you to be strong in your spirit. It's the will of God for you to know, hallelujah, that healing belongs to you as a child of God. Surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our disease. Hallelujah. Who his own self, 1 Peter 2, 24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. He bore our sins on the tree, but in his own body he bore our sins. In his own body he bore our sicknesses. Praise God. He was wounded for our transgressions. Whose own self bear sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sin, should live under righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Hallelujah. I said were healed. Healing is God's will. It's in redemption. It's in the redemptive package. All the promises of God in him are yes and amen. All, all of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. You just add your amen. If God said yes, you say yes. If God promised it, you say yes. Don't say no, say yes. Hallelujah. Paul said, my preaching was not yes and no. It was all the promises of God in him are yes. Where in him? Hallelujah. All the promises of God in him are yes and amen. Amen. So when you say amen, you're saying yes. You're adding your yes. You're adding your amen. Glory to God. You're saying yes to what God said. Praise God forever. Praise God forever. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody shouted, by his stripes, I am healed. If I was, if we were, then I am. If we were, then I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So glory. If, you're, if you have to do a medical procedure, if you need to do a medical procedure, you go in saying, I am. I am healed because the I am is in me. Hallelujah. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Jesus lives in me. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is on the inside of me. And he's quickening my mortal body. I believe God, your Holy Spirit is working in the surgeon's hands, in their minds, in their minds, their thoughts, and their hands. I believe God. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't just go, go in there and let them do their thing. You go in saying, God's doing his thing while you're doing your thing. Hallelujah. <laughs>